Hello and welcome to the Atma Podcast. I'm Lozzy. As you probably already know, I'm here on my own. It's going to be another solo. My fault. It usually is. And today's no different. Uh, as you are hearing this, I have hit the big three zero. Some call it the cliff. Some call it the hill before the cliff. Some call it the free fall. Fuck it. I'm here. I'm 30 years old. As you're watching this now, I've turned 30 years old. And I thought, what better way to celebrate that than to compare myself to where the internet says I should be and what I should have achieved by 30 years of age. I know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm doing it. Because I don't really want my 30th to be a depressing day. But technically... I can be depressed while still being in the realm of 29 years old because I'm filming this before my 30th birthday. So, you know, is what it is. Um, I'm going to a meal, a birthday meal for my 30th. Don't know if I mentioned that, that I'm 30 years old now. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I'm going to a birthday meal and I won't be able to do the live stream version of the podcast because the meal is in the evening, as is the live streams. So next week we will be back. I'm pretty sure there's nothing else that's coming up next week to stop us returning as the Holy Trinity. That is Jordan, myself and Dan. But yes, firstly, I hope everyone's doing really well wherever you're watching or listening from. If you're just turn, turning 30 or you're about to or you already have, I am... Uh, my heart goes out to you because it is 30 years is a long time and I do not I don't feel 30 mentally but my body my body feels 30 and some if I'm being brutally honest but you know what I mean it is what it is but let's I'm sure like you'll you'll see you know on what the internet thinks in terms of what turning 30 means and what you should do and what you should have done, I'm sure you'll see how how far away a lot of people are. And uh, I've, skim, I've skimmed through this list. There's 30 things to do before you're 30. Oh how, oh, how original. I get it. Look, there's a lot of these things on this list that I wouldn't have done. And there's probably a lot of them that I haven't even started doing. And I would probably hazard a guess to say, a lot of you out there listening, watching from wherever you are are probably in the same boat. I'm not going to tarnish any, everyone with the same brush because I'm sure there's some of you out there that's uh, got your head screwed on. Maybe. But yeah, look. Just look. Just look. Alright? I don't know how many times I can say just look. But I, I'm hoping that you won't feel that bad if you haven't achieved these things because, like I said, I don't think a lot of people have. So, we'll start with one which I'm pretty sure everyone would have heard before. And a lot of these are going to be very cliche, which is why I want to kind of dispel the myth that this is something that you have you need to have done by now. But having said that, 
this first one's probably one of the ones that you do need to think about. <laughs> so, yeah, look, we're going to try and have a laugh by myself, but together we're going to try and have a laugh about how far I am away from what the internet says I should be doing or have done by now. First thing, starting a saving, a savings fund for retirement. Um, I have some investments. I've got a pension that I pay into. Nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough. Um, this is this is the problem I have. Right. I have about. I want to say four pensions because I've changed job. How many jobs have I had since my my first proper job was working at Tesco back in 2012, right? So I've, I've worked there. I've worked at a phone shop for a little while. Um, I worked at an electrical store and then worked for Network Rail. And then Aviva, I worked for a bit. Do you know what I mean? In the in insurance game, that was that was shit. Uh, and a current job. So I've I've had seven jobs, right? And of those seven jobs, I've now got four pensions, which I'm trying to roll into one. That is boring. I understand a lot of people are going to be switching off right now, and I fully understand. You're coming here for a bit of a laugh, a bit of a relax, a bit of relaxing time. You know, you want to switch off from all that shit. Okay. But I do need to sort that because this I can't keep track of my pensions. Like of my Aviva pension, uh, just I don't even know what the fuck. I didn't even realise I was paying it, and I would have only been like, I don't know, twenty seven, twenty eight, no, twenty six. I don't know. I can't even. This is the thing. I don't even know my history anymore. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's all being wiped from the hard drive. You know. But yeah, look, you probably would. You do need to start looking at that earlier than thirty. I would say as well. I've got a few investments, but I I need to start saving regularly every month, putting it away into a pension or another investment, like stocks and shares, whatever it may be. Something to look at. It's very boring. Like I I look at that stuff and I I instantly feel depressed. Because, you know, you, you can watch, like, a video or two about, oh, you should, you know, start investing in this stocks and shares, I said, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I switched off at the word shares, going to be honest. I, I, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. I mean, I will do when I, when I get to, like, you know, 60, whatever the age is of retirement. Probably when I get there, I'll be, like, 75. And I will be deceased. Quite possibly. That's 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 a thought. Enjoy that. I hope everyone's uh, uplifting morning or even wherever you are. Just think about that. I could be dead before retirement age even kicks in. Quality. Anyway, happy thirtieth birthday to me. And if it's your birthday today. On the off chance, happy birthday to you too. Just look after yourself. You want to make that, you want to make that retirement age. 
That's all I'm saying. Because if you've been paying national insurance towards, you know, your then state pension, and then you don't even reach the age to take the state pension, that's a sad day. That's a sad, sad day. But that's that's the world we live in, in the UK. Anyway, uh, I'm guessing it's probably a similar story abroad, wherever you're listening from. Let us know down in the comments if it's not, because I might want to move there. Anyway, look, start saving. Just start saving, or, or, or more importantly, I'd say investing. Saving money at the moment is just a bit of a, well, you can't really save money because inflation gets you. Mad. Madness. Yeah, I it's something I really need to look at doing, to be honest. I mean, I, I can't say I have a lot of money left over, and I, I think this is the case for a lot of people listening and watching. You don't have a lot of money left over at the end of the month when all the expenses have come out. But if you do have anything and is and it is spare, you know, don't like, you know, not feed your kids. Don't like decide one month to have a uh, rent holiday or a mortgage holiday and just thought, fuck that off. I'm not paying the mortgage this month. I'm going to put 400 quid on Shiba Inu. Um, Actually, no, fuck it. I'm going to put it all in Dogecoin. Uh, I'm not advocating for you to just go and spend money like that on on crypto or other investments. I mean, I'm not paid enough for that. You know, I haven't got any affiliates, links or anything like that. I I don't gain enough for me to give you that bad advice. But if you're out there, anywhere, and you're listening, you're going, oh, this guy, let's give him an affiliate link for people to pay money into a shit crypto idea or a shit coin, I'm there. Just, you know, send me your details. Let's go. Let's make something amazing. And by that, I mean, let's rip these bastards off. I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. Well, I, I hope I wouldn't do that. But maybe i change at 30 years old. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, fucking, I hate the idea of pen- pensions. Piss me off. Like I don't. I hate the idea that you are automatically enrolled into a pension where when you work in the UK. Over the age, I think I can't remember what age it is, but um, you're automatically enrolled, and you just see. Depending on how much you earn per month, just this amount just gets siphoned out of your account, out of your payslip. Sorry. And you're just like, oh, okay, that's going to to a pension that I don't get access to until a certain age. That's sick. That's quality. I'm well up for that. I mean, I I could do with that right now, to be honest. But no, you take it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'll 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 get a return on it. Return on investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, what's that? The market crashed. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Well, at least I paid into that for you know all my life. <laughs> Uh, it's not like it's a it's a massive, you know, gut wrench and stab to the fucking heart. But it's fine. It's fine. You 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 just take it. Continue taking it. Oh yeah, just take more. Take more. Fuck it. Yeah. Do I want to increase that amount? Probably. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's pensions for you. That's that's my limit of knowledge on pensions. So if you're looking for any financial advice, I will say this once and only once. I am not a financial advisor. Please do not treat 
anything I say as if it is financial advice. That's the disclaimer. I'm aiming to get one disclaimer per pod now. I think that's a good idea. But yeah, that's that's the disclaimer for this episode. Uh, next one, kind of linked, I guess, is financial. Um, find out your credit score. Now this, I don't want to brag, but I've actually got a higher credit score than the average UK citizen of the age of 30. Not bragging. I'm not going to say what it is, but I'll give you an idea. The average... So, it's not dead on 30. It's between the ages of 25 to 34. The average uh, credit score is 539. Mine's above 600. (laughs) I don't want to brag, but that's the best news that I've heard since turning 30. I'm speaking in the future there. Meta. Yeah, so don't, don't feel bad if your credit score's a bit shit. If your credit score's below, like, 200, I mean, I don't know. I I haven't got the capability or the knowledge to get you out of that hole that you have dug for yourself. Maybe ease up on the Amigo loans. You know, just, just ease up on the car finances and that. Don't buy, like, MacBooks and shit like that on finance that you know you're probably not going to be able to afford. But, again, don't take my advice for it. So if you do think I'm wrong, you fucking go and spend that money that ain't yours. Do you know what I mean? Not financial advice. I did say I'd say it only once. But I'm 30 now. I can forget. Legally. So... Yeah, 539 is the average score, credit score. I'm talking about credit scores on a fucking podcast, man, and I'm 30. Do you know how boring that is? I do apologise, but I am 30 now. I may have mentioned it a few times. I'm, I'm 30 years old. Disgusting. The average um, credit score for someone who's th- between the ages of 35 and 44 is 637. So quite a big jump, quite a big jump, almost 100. I don't know what, I, I, I'm i confused as to why credit scores only go up to like 700 and something, or maybe it's 800, I can't remember. But what, why, why are we doing out of that amount? Just do it out of 1,000, or do it out of 100, or do it out of 500. Why? Why do we create these systems? These systems that are just overly complicated. But that's that's another podcast for, and for another day, quite possibly. But yeah, don't feel bad if your credit score isn't, you know, where you feel it should be. Because I think quite a lot of people will fall into the category of having their credit score not as high as they'd like it. But yeah, I I really want this podcast to be a feel-good episode, but I feel like I'm not going to get that, to be honest. But I will say I'll do my best to try and uplift everyone, even myself, because I'm 30 years old now. I don't know what relevance that has to what I've just said, but I'm 30 years old. 
And three, another financial one. I'll do three and four because they're all financial. Right, these first four are financial. Fucking boring, right? I understand. Prepare a rainy day fund. One thing I do love about all these things is in the first, the first four are financial, right? And three out of the four require you to pay extra money that you may not even have to better yourself. And this website, this article, assumes that you will have already done this or you should have already done this by the age of 30. So they can go fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. Prepare a rainy day fund. Rainy day fund commonly for things that go wrong, like you get a puncture on your tyre or something goes wrong with your car, something goes wrong with your house or you need a new, I don't know, phone or something goes wrong and you need to fix it by throwing money at the problem, which is how you fix basically every problem around this sort of area. Uh, I will say, from my experience, I don't have enough of a rainy day fund, and that's because I don't genuinely have enough money at the end of the month to do everything. So one month, I'll put money into a savings fund for the rainy day. Another month, I'll make an investment or add some money to an initial investment or a, a already established one. And then another month, I might pay a little bit extra in, into my pension. It varies. I can't do all every month. And I feel like, again, not financial advice. I feel like that's, a, if you can do it, do that. Because I feel like it's better to do that rather than to just ignore two of the three things and just steam ahead with one or none if you like spending your disposable income. Uh, Number four on this list is pay down your debts. Now, if you've got debts, that's tough, especially if you've got debts now or you've had the debts recently because interest rates, when you acquired the debt, oh, wow, I don't know what happened there. My mic just muted. I feel sick. Anyway... When you acquired the debts, um, you might have got a really bad interest rate. So you'll be paying through the nose for that. That's just how it is. They love in a time of, do I use the word crisis? In a time of crisis, right, financial-wise, they do love to pile on the fucking misery, don't they? You know, oh, well... I just need to get my car fixed and I can't afford, you know, a 500 quid um, bill. So I'm just going to go to this loan company and they're now charging me like 40% interest. So, ah, well, why? Why? Because you're scummy. That's why. Yeah, pay down your debts. Fortunately, I don't have that much debt i've got like a credit card to pay off which is a few hundred quid that's about it uh if you include my mortgage then i am well under the water to be honest but 
I don't think that's really classed as like it's not the same as credit card debt. Look, I promise this is the last financial one I will talk about. I think we're twenty ish minutes into the podcast, and you are either asleep, depressed, or you're not here anymore. I may have inadvertently caused someone's death from this podcast. Like you may have been driving, feeling good about your day. And you're like, ah, oh, let's stick that out my podcast on. That's sure to be a good time. And you're like two minutes in, what's he talking about fucking pensions for? You just literally swerve into oncoming, oncoming traffic. It's got to be done. I'd feel the same. Like, there's a road. I've mentioned it before, I'm pretty sure. It's called the Acle Straight. It's straight, and it leads to a place called Acle. You You really don't need that much imagination to come up with the names for roads. That That, to me... That's perfect. It's not the official name of the road. But everyone around here calls it the Acle Straight. And it is just a straight road. It's got a ditch either side. Don't really know. Some people call it dyke. Some people call it a ditch. Don't know the difference between the two. Don't tell me, because I can't be fucking bothered to learn. Anyway, it's a perfect opportunity to stick your car in a ditch. So, anyone local to the Great Yarmouth, Acle area, you're travelling down that road. Just don't don't drive into the ditch, please. Not as a result of this podcast. If you're going to do it a different day, plan it, make it elaborate, maybe take some wildlife with you if you're a bit of an arsehole, because there is quite a few uh, grazing occasional sheep and cows, maybe a few horses. If you are going to go for the latter two, cows and horses... You better have a fucking beefy car. Maybe even a truck. Because, my God, you do not want a cow going through your windshield at 70 miles an hour. That's all I'm saying. Your Fiat Punto is going to be ruined. Don't say I don't give good advice. But like I said, don't, don't, don't do it as a result of this podcast. If it is, if you are feeling shit about this podcast... Say it for another day. You know, don't drag me in to the mess that I may have started or caused. Please. I'm 30 years old. It's my birthday. Leave it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry it's not as like, you know, all singing and dancing. Uh, this next one, attend college. It's American. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's American. I'm assuming they mean I will I will ignore the title of this one and just say further your education if you want I'm going to start doing it I want to learn how to code or at least try to it interests me I'm going to try and do it I'll let people know how it goes Maybe it's me turning 30, but I just wanted to try and get another skill. <laughs> I say another skill. I wanted to try and get a skill involved in my life somehow. And I thought, at the age of 30, I should probably start doing that now. So, yeah, if you can, or if you want to, I think it's a good idea. But again, I think there's a lot of people in the same boat as me don't really have that one thing that they can say is like a proper learned skill. 
But yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, see how it goes. This next one is a bit weird, a bit counterproductive when you just read the title of it. It's called Get Yourself Fired. Um, Not fired up. It literally means get yourself sacked from work. And I don't want to say I'm a specialist in that, but I have successfully got myself sacked twice. Not bragging at all. I'm just saying it's happened twice. And it happened under the guise of like, well, you either leave or we kick you off this boat. So to me, that's as good as being sacked. But I suppose if you really wanted to take it to the next level, get yourself sacked for like gross misconduct. Again, here's another disclaimer. I'm making two disclaimers in one pot. This is amazing. Do not get yourself sacked for gross misconduct, please. But you could, according to this website, you could to further your life's experience. And if you could do it before the age of 30, you will gain an extra 50 points to your credit score. That last bit probably won't happen, but it could because anything's possible. Getting yourself fired is now a tangible experience to have before you're 30. So if you got to the age of 29 and you've been in a job stable, you've never had a a bad day at work, everyone's singing your praises, you should now literally stand up Go over to your boss, whoever they may be, or senior member of staff, or if they're not in, this is always a good one, go to the HR department because they are guaranteed to be wankers. Right, Go up to them and just call them something disgusting. You know, don't take it too far. Enough to get yourself reprimanded. All right? Just go up to them and call them a twat. Go up to them and say something. It will really pierce at them. You know what I mean? Hurt them. You know, have they have they just have they just been through trauma in their life? Twist the knife. Twist the knife. It might it might get you sacked. It might do. It's an avenue you could explore. That's up to you. You're you're nearly thirty now. You've got to be doing this. Yeah, so get yourself fired. That's that's top advice. That is top, tip-top, tippity-tippity-top advice for an approaching 30-year-old. Great, that. Uh, the next one, travel abroad on the cheap. So basically what this article is telling you to do or telling you that you what you should have done if you're over 30 uh, is to go abroad and not spend too much money doing so, which I feel a lot of people probably would have done. Unless you're absolute balls to the wall, an absolute baller, you know, throwing bags left, right, and center. I feel like everyone does this. You know, I don't. I don't personally search for a holiday abroad. Going, please 
I require a place that is of the most monetary value for the least amount of actual value for money. Enter. I don't put that in. I mean, no one does. Let's be honest. If you're searching that on Google, you probably need the hard drive wiped before the police come in. But this article says you should have already done that. You should have already looked to travel abroad on the cheap. If you're at the age of 30 or above. If you're below the age of 30, you've still got time. You've still got time. Just avoid those summer holidays or the school holidays of any kind because you will be stung nastily. Number eight, move to a new city. I'm not going to do all 30 of these. There's no way I'm going to do all 30 of these. I mean, we're nearly half an hour into the podcast. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not happening. Move to a new city. I don't feel like this one actually makes that much sense. If you don't want to move to a new city, don't. I feel like most cities that you envisage envisage yourself um, being in, I could not think of something worse, to be honest. If, if you said to me, to further your life, to give yourself, you know, this amazing experience, you know, better your life at 30, you need to move to a city. I mean, maybe where I live, Norwich is an option because I feel like Norwich is still, it is a city, but it's not like a proper city. It's nothing like London. Obviously, it's nothing like the size of London, but it's nothing like the feel of London. It's nothing like the, the feel of Birmingham. It's nothing like the feel of Manchester. It's 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 its own, it's not really a city is what I'm saying. But if you want to follow all these steps that this article says, move to a new city. Fuck it. Are you stable where you are? Are you happy? No, because you have not followed these steps that we have set out for the perfect life of a 30-year-old. You need to move right now. You got loved ones who live nearby? Fuck them. You got a girlfriend or a boyfriend? You're in a good situationship? Fuck them. Move. Cut them out. Be efficient. Is what it is. Do what you got to do. More power to you. Build something from scratch. Um, I would like to do that, to be fair. I've always thought about possibly building a a computer or a PC, something like that. But apparently it's like adult Lego. I feel like that's a very simplified version of what PC building is because I'm not going to say... I mean, I am basically going to say I am borderline, you know, mentally handicapped. But I struggle with Lego, or I did struggle with Lego. But I'm sure you, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, you would have heard me explain about my best creation in Lego was a fucking tower. Literally started at the base, same size brick, not even a pattern of the colours, 
just stacking them one on top of the other, up and up and up until it collapsed because it was just the foundation was was not strong enough. But did my mind even think of that? It was like, no. Build it exactly the same, exactly the same way, and try and make it taller. Because that is all that fucking mattered to me when I was a kid. Give me those Lego blocks. I'm building that fucking tower. And that tower is getting higher and higher each time. But, yeah, that was was the limit of my building experience of Lego. Um, Whilst, you know my two cousins even my sister who was younger than me was building like a a house or a a, a some sort of maybe more complex structure i was that kid who just wanted to have the tower the highest it possibly could until it fell over and then i cried because what the uh, the only goal that i had was to build an ever longer tower and i couldn't because there was no signal in my mind saying ha, I wonder if I did something different it might work better no continue you have seen the result continue the exact same way until you get the result you want which is a better a higher taller tower never happened sad story so maybe by the year 30 or maybe your 30th birthday try something different with lego I might try it. I might, not with a Lego, I might give PC Building a go because I do want to. I'm interested in it. Again, it's another financial commitment. I mean, I could pick something very much cheaper than trying to build a PC. But here we are. This is this is my 30th birthday bucket list thing. It's not even a bucket list because that means you die. You do these things before you die. It's a figuratively speaking 30-year-old's bucket list. Anyway, this next one I am calling straight up bullshit because it says find your superpower. No one's got a superpower in reality. No one. I mean, even like a kid who can do a Rubik's Cube in about 15 tenths of a second. That doesn't make sense, does it? I've just literally proved how fucking stupid I am. Basically, someone who could do a Rubik's Cube really, really quick. Yeah? That's not a superpower. That's not a superpower. Some say autism. Some say autism is a superpower. I don't believe it. I don't believe it because I don't believe in superpowers. They bling, 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 I can't even fucking say what I want to say. I'm 30 years old. It's done me. I'm I'm dead. I might even be dead now. Are you enjoying your time? Listening to this. Why are you even why do you even listen to watch this? Why? Why? I'm 30 years old now. I'm, I'm questioning everything. I'm questioning your choices. I'm questioning mine. But yeah, I don't I don't believe Autism is a superpower. Superpower, they belong in like TV shows, books, films, games. But not in reality, because we all know that no one's really got a superpower, apart from maybe a couple of people, like David Blaine. 
is being a magician a superpower? But David Blaine does some weird shit that actually actually does make me think that he might be a super-powered freak. I don't know. Seems like a cool guy, though. I mean, I haven't seen him for about five years. Is he alive? I don't keep up with the news. But yeah, find your superpower. You know, if you find that you're quite quick, label it a superpower. If you find that you can do something very, very niche, call it a superpower. Fuck it. Do it. Label it. Brand it. Go for it. I'm just saying, if we're talking in reality, I don't think there's many superpowers out there, if any at all. Uh, The next one, volunteer. That's always a cool one. I've done a bit of volunteering. Um, I mean, I can't say when I've volunteered every time that I've had a good time. But it's not about having a good time. It's about, you know, the greater good. Giving back. Helping out. But apparently, if you haven't already, and you're approaching 30, you need to volunteer. You need to. Do a 5K charity run. A walk. Do a... I don't know, coffee evening for a local residential care home. Just go out and do it if you want to because this all comes down to choice at the end of the day. But volunteering, just pick carefully. You know, Pick something that you actually want to contribute to. Don't just like go down a list of places that want volunteers. Just go, oh, yeah, that'll do. Because you might end up resenting the idea of volunteering. And that's that's not positive. That's not positive. That's not the way to look at it. No, that's not the way. I mean, I, in the same podcast, I've literally told people not to swerve into a ditch or if they are going to swerve into a ditch to save it for a different day just so it doesn't get associated with me because I don't need that stress. Personally, as a 30-year-old now. Um and uh, I have also said, if you are going to go and do that, you know, make it a bit more flamboyant. But I still think the general, the feeling, the emotion, and the starting point to the core, the very fabric of what I'm saying makes sense. This next one, learn how to delegate. Now, if you are a manager or in a management position, of some description. You already know this. You already got that fucking down. Because everyone knows that once you become a manager, you are expected to get you are expected to delegate. I would love to delegate someone to speak for me because I clearly can't do it for myself. But I'm not in the position of management, so I can't do that. Yet. Yet. I might have that opportunity later in life. I'll get someone who can speak and not is borderline, and who is not borderline mentally challenged. Or, you know, the other word begins with the R, with the R, retarded. I, I just needed to say it because I, I'm applying it to myself, all right? 
Just don't fucking come at me, all right? Yeah, learn how to delegate because that's really important. Uh, as a 30-year-old, I love to delegate when I can, which is not a lot because I'm not in a management position. But if I was in a management position, oh, I'd be fucking delegating left, right, and center. You know? I mean, when I was at Tesco, not to drag them through the mud, but here I am. Please don't sue me. I, I'm, I'm just a lowly 30-year-old who's reading out all these things that they should have done before the age of 30. Don't come after me, please. Right, but any management, and this goes for any supermarket, any place of work, really, but especially a supermarket, right? Management position, as soon as you're a manager, you do fuck all. You do fuck all, in my opinion. Humble opinion. Just a humble 30-year-old's opinion. Who's just reevaluating their life, you know? But yeah, I remember there was a lot of, um, I don't know if it's the same now, but mid-level managers, like, you know, like the mid-bosses, you know, like the bosses, the head of the minions, but under like the underboss of the underboss. There's a lot of them, a lot of them. I don't know if that's the same now. But they really weren't needed. Like, you'd have someone in charge of, I don't know, clothing. Not to pick them out. I don't know these people. I'm just saying, as a rule, you get the mid-managers, the underbosses, right? And they ain't really got anything about them. You know, they don't, they're kind of in between on the shop floor, behind the scenes, in the break room, getting the free tea and coffees, you know, playing Candy Crush, which is amazing. I once had a manager who said she didn't play video games and then told me that she played Candy Crush, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call it a video game, but that is a game, and that is literally the shittest game you could play. Shittest game. You don't even get the candy. Fucking Candy Crush. Anyway, I'm not going to go on a rant about Candy Crush because I will be here for a long, long time. Yeah, you get a lot of these mid-level underbosses, you know, giving you shit, telling you what to do. And then when it comes to them doing your job, they're shit at it. And you're like, oh, why do you even exist? Why do you steal air and oxygen from everyone else? Bit harsh, probably. To be honest, like, they're all right. They're all right. Most of the like management I've come across have been okay. But not needed in my 30-year-old non-professional management experience opinion. That don't even make sense. But you got the general gist. Ah, fuck. I just cracked my knuckle on my desk. Fucking hate 30 years old, man. I fucking hate being 30. That would have never happened at 29. Even though it, it did just happen at 29 years old. But as we have time-travelled. Fucking hell, 30 is shit. That hurt. Um, Number 14, learn to play a musical instrument. I can't say I've nailed this one, but I do play instruments somewhat. I try to... Uh, I've got a MIDI keyboard in front of me, which I do enjoy playing. I don't play anywhere near enough to be considered proficient to any level. 
guitar behind me. You can see it. Just see the headstock of it. There, I can. I would like to say I'm good on guitar, but I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I can write shit on it. I can play stuff on it. Uh, drums I haven't played for in a long time, but I can play them. Again, all right. And I've uh, taught myself all of them. Exactly what you should not do. And that's that I'm being serious on that point. Do not try and teach yourself instruments unless you are already musically minded. Like you already know something. You're already proficient in another instrument. Just because you will pick up so many bad habits is unbelievable. Like if I went to a if I went to a teacher, say like I went to a guitar teacher and they asked me to play them something, like just show what I can do. They'd be just like, yep, you taught yourself because that is just horrific. What you've done there hurts me to my core. But I'd go with that. I think that's a good bit of advice. Learn to play a musical instrument. I do love learning how to play instruments, just learning how they work, what makes them unique. I like it. Number 15... I've not done this. I don't even do this at school. I'm going to be honest. Uh, learn a new language. I've learned little bits of languages. I've learned a little bit of, is it Finnish? I learned the irony of me learning Finnish when I deny the fact that that country exists. It's not lost on me. I know. Um, I can I remember any Finnish though. Degabra, Degabratuk. I can't even remember what that is. I can't even remember what that is. I remember that. It might not even be Finnish. It might be another Scandinavian country. But Degabratuk, something like that. Um, French, awful at. I mean, I know the like bonjour and uh, bonjour to Limon. I don't know what that means. I just say it. I know what um, avec du lait, s'il vous plaît, means. It means with milk, please. Why have? Why do I have those shitty phrases in my head? When am I ever going to use them? I mean, when am I ever going to go to France? Let's be honest. But when am I ever going to use those in a conversation that doesn't make me look like a raging psycho? I mean, because if I just go to France and just go up to someone and just go, uh, bonjour, avec du lait, s'il vous plaît, and they just looked at me and go, hello, with milk, please. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get this paedophile away from me. Um, yeah, so I've never really been... Obviously, I know like a few swear words in... Um, some languages. Uh, Scheiser was one of the first words I learned in German. Now, interestingly enough, I never actually took German. So that one just managed to roll its way down the hierarchy of uh, the years at school. Yeah, Scheiser, I do believe, means shit. Uh, Merd, that means shit, I think, in French. I don't know what shit means or translates to for uh, in Spanish. Don't know. But anyway, learn a new language. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but I don't think I have the capacity for it. 
I only remember pointless, pointless phrases. Avec du play being a perfect example. Why the fuck does that stay in my head? With milk, please. I don't know in a situation where I'd even use that. I if if they offered me like a a British tea. I don't like tea, so why the fuck would I ever need to say with milk, please? I don't like coffee, so there's no chance of me often asking for a coffee with milk, because even if I did, I wouldn't know how to say coffee. Is it just coffee? Is it just tea? I don't know. Any French people out there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're French. That's harsh. That's harsh. There was no need. If you can clear it up for us, I mean, I mean no offence. No offence. Like everyone, Everything's cool. French people, like, you know, look, you deserve to be here. Everyone does. But yeah, learn a new language. I can't even really grasp the English language that well. I mean, being from Norfolk, we do have a certain twang. We do miss a few letters here and there, maybe even a few words. So, yeah, I mean, someone's got Kate Well running, isn't they? Honestly, that is one of the best Norfolk sayings I've ever heard in my life. I don't know who that man was. I can't remember exactly what year it was. It's been in the last like it's been in the last like three or four years. I don't know if there was snow or ice that had stopped the trains or something like that. And he was basically driving his partner or a friend to work from the train station because their train had been cancelled or the bus that replaced the train service had been cancelled. And when he was asked about the whole situation, he came up with the phrase... <laughs> he came up with the phrase, Someone's got Kate well running, ain't they? I just think that's fucking brilliant. That's one of my favourite sayings or phrases I've ever heard. Someone's got a cake. Someone's got to keep the world running, haven't they? Turned into someone got Kate well running, didn't they? It's fucking brilliant. It, you you don't get that sort of shit elsewhere. That's a Norfolk special, right? Anyway, um, what else is on this list? Fucking have a strategy for dealing with stress. I've got one. I start lumping the shit out of the walls at home. That's perfectly acceptable. I don't do that, okay, because I'm not hard enough to make any dent in the wall before I really hurt myself. And then it is even more crushing to start weeping and crying because you can't make a dent in the wall out of frustration and anger. It's a vicious cycle. You know, you're angry, you get some stress in your life, you punch the fuck out of the wall for a couple of seconds then you you get pain and then you cry and then you get fucking infuriated that you're crying as a result of not being hard enough to smack the wall to make a dent or make a mark so then more fucking fists rain down on the wall and it's just it's i mean it's a vicious cycle i don't do that by the way don't send help i'm already too far gone i'm I'm 30 it's over Uh, have a strategy for dealing with stress i personally listen to music 
and play instruments. I'll play sometimes video games as well. Uh, maybe even listen to a podcast like this one. If you're feeling a bit down, <coughs> do you know what I mean? That could have broken the ice. A little burp. <laughs> a little burp could have broken the ice for you. Also, remember, I haven't done it at all this episode so far. Stay hydrated. It's important. It is. <sighs> bit of ASMR there. I do like to squeeze it in every now and again. Yeah. Those are my personal things. This is a fucking bullshit entry on this list, though, because, to be honest, if you haven't figured out a way to deal with stress at all, you're probably not alive. I'm not saying, you know, you would have come up with an amazing strategy to deal with stress, but if you get to the age of 30 and you have not had any coping mechanism to deal with stress, you're a fucking lizard, my bro. I don't know what the fuck to even conversate with you about. I don't get it. So I feel like that one you probably do already have in the locker. Again, probably not some great strategies. You know, some people turn to meth, if you can afford it. Some people turn to, you know, cheaper alternatives. Some people steal. Some people beat people up. Some people listen to um, those thunderstorm rain videos on YouTube for hours and hours. Some people go and, you know, rock themselves into a almost kind of trance where they never recover from. That's a coping mechanism. It's not a good one, but it's a coping mechanism. I mean, you find one that's probably healthy for you, that's, that's the better thing to do but there are other alternatives just don't settle for nothing uh, 17 learn how to cook for yourself I mean again I would say if you haven't at least started this one it's going to be difficult for you to be alive if you st- if you don't live at home if you live at home or will it with your mum or your parents whatever you're probably going to get some nourishment. I'd hope. I'd hope. But if you have lived by yourself for quite a while and you haven't learned how to cook at all, anything, even though I'm talking like even like fucking beans on toast, if you can't do that, then I don't think I'm speaking to that person anymore. I think they're dead, quite frankly. Or... They are the utmost intriguing physical specimen that doesn't need nourishment of any kind. Maybe they are a living zombie. Who fucking knows? Who knows? But yeah, I feel like most people would have that one down. Am I going to cook myself like a a, a three-course meal? Michelin star quality? No. Can I do beans on toast? Yes. Do I go to the... Do I get the BTEC level 2 in beans on toast, which is adding cheese, or scrambled egg to the mix? Scrambled egg can be difficult. Very famously, Gordon Ramsay, when testing a chef, will get them to cook scrambled egg. Because he can tell 
how shit they are, apparently, from just that one dish. Amazing, really, isn't it? So if you can cook scrambled egg, there's a chance that you could be a good chef. Not likely, but there's a chance. And that's all you need. At the age of 30, that's all I need. Uh, 18? I feel this is a very... I would cautiously advise you to maybe think about this one. Uh, Discover your family's history. This could be horrific. So, if you think your family are all good, you know, your close, tight-knit family, and you don't think there's any secrets in the closet... You're going to find out fucking quick and hard. Didn't mean that to sound as rapey as it did, but I'm 30 now, so it is what it is. Yeah, discover your family's history. That's that's a... um, You're going to have to be brave to do that, I think. I mean, even if you know that your family is a bit dodge, a bit dodgy, um, I still feel like there's going to be a lot of stones that should have been left right where they were. (laughs) Because, um, yeah. I mean, just for reference, this is like, look, nothing against my granddad, right? Nothing against my granddad at all. And it still could be true. But he said, or he maintains, that down his family used to be Spanish travellers or Spanish gypsies, right? I see not a lot of evidence in my genetic makeup as to that being true. But I'm going to say he's lied. I'm going to say that because he may have been lied to himself. And this is the problem. Do you know what I mean? Because now my granddad's under the impression that he was, you know, a part of somewhere down the line. His family came from Spanish gypsies. Um... But then he's been lied to, and then he feels like, ah, well, you know, my whole life has been a lie. Thanks, grandson. Thank you for fucking the rest of my life. Thank you. And I feel bad. And then we all just, you know, we all feel bad. That's just just one way to possibly pull your family apart, is discovering what could be the truth. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. That's all I'm saying. So take that one with a pinch of salt. 19. I'll do a couple more. 19. Manage time effectively. I feel this is very subjective, as most of these are, to be honest. We'll go up to 20. This one's 19. Manage time effectively. I mean, yeah. I would say if you're in a full-time job, you're going to be limited for time anyway. If you're also in a full-time job and have a child, goodbye. Time effectiveness can fuck off because you're not getting it. I know about three people that have children and the one thing they all say is that They don't have enough time in the day. And I feel, as someone without a kid, the closest thing I have to responsibility, that sort of area, 
It's two cats. And I feel like now I don't have enough time to do what I want to do and do what I need to do, according to this list. So if you have a kid, oh my fucking God. I commend you. You have so much respect for myself that you find any time to do fucking anything. So props to you. But if you could just manage your time a bit more effectively, that'd be great. Cheers. Number 20, start a business on the side. I feel like a lot of people took this one and ran with it in COVID times. A lot of people starting up businesses. We had the whole uh, epidemic of the prime, the subprime sellers, you know. We had the subprime mortgages in 2008. And then we had the subprime drinks selling on the side of 2023, 2022. I don't even know. When did prime come out? 2022 or 2023? I don't know. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. But yeah, it's a good idea. If you're passionate about something, you see a gap in the market or you see something you're passionate about and you want to, you know, go for, do it. I can say that I, I've tried it, um, setting up like a proper company. Um, I will say for the large part, it was great. But there are a few things, and I mean a few things that fucked me off. Most of it, I say most of it, all of it to do with fucking box ticking and, yeah. I mean, if you're setting up a company, right, setting up a business, setting up a company in the UK, you have to do, first of all, set up the company before you do anything else with that company. You've got to pay some money. You've got to pay a, I can't remember how much it is, there's a fee you have to file with company's house um which is like a a a government kind of thing you have to submit things to each year but when you set up a company you have to pay them okay it's not a lot but you're like okay well i want to start a company first thing like well you pay us first what's that well you you want to start up a a, you want to start up what a I don't give a shit. What 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 sort of business is it? I don't I don't care. Where's the money? That's that's it. Um then um every year you have to do something called a confirmation statement. I know like I've just gone really down the boring track again just to really end this podcast with a, you know, a ditchworthy end. You have to do something called a, a confirmation statement, which to this day, I've done about four of them, and I haven't got a fucking clue what it is. All I know is I read it. Nothing had changed from what the previous year in terms of the questions they asked. Not all of them really made sense to me, so I may have answered them wrong. Unintentionally. Great save. Um, Got to do that every year. 13 quid every year. It's not a lot of money. Be like, why am I paying you 13 quid? You're asking me a question and I'm paying you. Should you not be the one paying me if you're asking me a question? I don't fucking like pay. I don't pay you 
and then you ask me the question. No. I, the, I ask, when I go to someone for advice, I pay them to give me a, a, an answer, essentially. But not not with company sales, not with the UK. Nah. Confirmation statement. We'll ask you the questions. This will ask the questions, you know, and you will give us the money. That was a, I don't know what that impression was. But yeah, there's also other fees and that to pay. So enjoy that. If you just set up like a side business, like you, you're doing a bit of vintage or eBay on the side, you should be careful of the new fucking tax rule. If you earn over a thousand pounds in a year, business year, you will be paying or you are meant to pay tax on top of that. I mean, literally at this point, any excuse they can find or conjure up to just rip money from you, they are going to do it. So just be careful, all right? But yeah, if you feel like you can start up a business, go for it. I can do it. But don't feel you have to at 30. There's, There's the overall message of this podcast is you don't have to, right? You don't have to set up a business. If you've got no idea what you want to do and you're just setting up a, bit, setting up a business for the sake of it, I feel that's not that great of an idea. But if you've got an idea, you're passionate about it, you've thought about it, put some thought into it, go for it. More power to you. But just be careful of this, you know, country's willingness to fuck you in the arsehole uh, for you having the privilege to be able to start your own business. That's all I'm saying. There's plenty of people out there who will fully understand what I've talked about and people out there who will disagree with me and say, you're talking a load of shit. And I have been doing that for 30 years because now I am 30. Happy birthday to me, I guess. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. I do hope this has been, on some level, enjoyable. And I feel as if I've uh, I've got to the... Oh, not the end of this list, because there are 30 things on this list. But there are a lot of things on here that I don't think you need to even really think about. Manage time more effectively is great base-level advice. But it's not, it's not something that it's important if it's important to you. Discover your family's history. If you're interested in that, do it. Understand the risks. Understand, you know, that uncle that you had, you know, that you didn't think that much of at the time. Yeah, he was as bad as you thought he was. Your dad was away for a long time. Yeah, he did have another family on the side. You have got four siblings you've never met. But that's the price you pay. That's the price you pay. Learn how to cook. Fuck it. If you want to, do it. If you're already getting meals sorted for you, don't have to. And if you've managed by some miracle to be living on your own and not affording like just eating shit and you 
haven't cooked for yourself, you are a medical marvel. Maybe you survive on dust. Maybe you eat drywall. Maybe you eat fucking couch cushions. I don't know. But you're still here, and you're still somewhat kicking. So I've got respect for you. But thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support, as always. And I hope whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a good day. So I'll see you in the next one. Up the Atma. Bye-bye for now.